Ayo Ma. Hello and welcome to Ayo Ma, hosted by yours truly, LDN. We are your weekly conversation starter, spotlighting taboo, thought-provoking and introspective topics. We have five minutes to illustrate our thoughts each episode and rely on you to keep the conversation going. Is the grass really greener on the other side? Let's get into it. And this idiom is a frequently used idiom to say that the things a person does not have always seems more appealing than things he or she does have. And this concept makes us wonder about prospects we may never have before. One that offers up thoughts and ideas that may even be parallel to the ways we're used to think or maybe the ways that we've become accustomed to. However, having a grass is greener on the other side approach or thought process can be chaotic and or problematic. And here's why. Simply put, it is covetous and lends to what we believe is appealing. When something appeals to us, that's a fleeting feeling. This feeling comes across as greedy and ungrateful and may even display a lack of contentment. We cannot have it all no matter how much society pushes this narrative. It also isn't attractive to be spoilt and throw our toys out of the pram or stroller when we can't get what we want. The older and more wiser we get is the more we learn that there's more of an order to life than we care to admit or realize. Yes, we can and should aspire to being better people, and for some, maybe that is intertwined with material things. But for those who are invested in being the greatest version of themselves, it's okay to want more for yourselves, loved ones, experiences, and maybe even within your career. That's a personal choice and even a feeling that is independent of coveting and or jumping ship to experience something that you believe is better than what you have or simply more appealing. For some people, the grass is greener on the other side, and for others, it absolutely is not. I'm not here to dictate what is and isn't right. I'm here to add value to an opinion on this theory. There is energy and power in the mind, as well as in thinking or our thought processes, which means time is spent when actively using our minds. If we are thinking about alternatives to what we have, we are utilizing our time. I'll relate this to a relationship. If we are unhappy or discontent in a relationship, whether romantic or platonic, and spend countless hours thinking about our discontent or uneasiness, we are actively thinking. But are we trying to resolve these issues? Are we communicating our concerns? Are we seeking improvement? Are we being rational in our thought processes? In looking past our situation, are we in turn neglecting it? Why are we so encouraged by what we don't have for it to be appealing to us in the first place. If we make the concerted effort to commit to something or someone, do we not then work through such thoughts with our significant other, family members and or friends depending on who we're experiencing such things with? When we lean on comparisons and what we don't have, we tend to take what we do have for granted. I am in no means saying that we should stay in stale situations or experience things that aren't of us. But I am stating that sometimes we need to look inwardly and think about the true origin of our feelings, why we crave more than what we have, why some things are more appealing to us than others, what triggers our thinking to divert from where it once was, and what may have influenced our new cravings and or desires. We aren't perfect as people, but we can work on being better people daily. And a part of this practice should definitely be introspective thinking, open lines of communication and effectively communicating our thoughts, feelings and nuances, as well as loving without reserve. 
If we aim to acquire things through a covetous lens, we must understand that acquiring what others have may come at a great price for us. Not everything that we see is for us and not everything that we aspire to is for our betterment. Just because something is appealing doesn't mean it'll benefit us. For instance, a beetroot and goat cheese salad doused in balsamic vinegar, olive oil with cracked pepper and sea salt garnished with roasted pistachio nuts is of great appeal to me. However, eating this meal could be life-threatening to me as I'm allergic to an ingredient. Would it be smart for me to indulge? Absolutely not. When we approach a grass is greener scenario, we should have such instances in mind. Not all risks are worth taking. Here's your parting gift. We never truly know if the grass is much greener. Some desires make people very eager. Not all will be for the better and some decisions could be made smarter. But in life, we cannot all be the student as well as the teacher. Is the grass really greener on the other side? Let's come together and find the truth in these questions and most importantly within ourselves. Don't forget to subscribe, share your thoughts or opinions with us and the AOMR community by joining us on social media. Learn how you can be featured, catch us each and every hump day. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to pay it forward by keeping the conversation going. Tell a friend to tell a friend that AOMR is where it's at. Thank you lovely listeners.